I was hoping we'd be friends because they were such a huge part of my life, and I didn't want to lose them completely. Thank you for tuning into Lurkers, the only podcast where a real-life couple discusses the internet's top relationship problems every week. We are your hosts, Lily and Rafi. It's It's time time to to get get real. Alrighty, episode 16, um, we have some two hot and spicy topics for you this week, plus a user-submitted question of the week. Um, Oh yes. So, um, our first topic is about road rage and a massive simp. And then, uh, we have our user-submitted comment, of course. Um, and after our user-submitted comment, we jump into our second topic of the day, (laughs) which is, uh... Messy. (laughs) Messy. That's all, that's all you gotta know. Thank you so much for tuning in, y'all. I hope you enjoy. Hello. You recorded? I'm recording. Hello. Episode 16. Hello, hello. Sweet 16. Well, the big one six. Sweet 16. Um, I got to reference Kanye today. That was fun. Yeah. Um, apparently, my old boss mentioned me, um, and, it, and it was in like a, he was kind of salty type of way. But I was like, yo, you know, in the words, in the words of Kanye, I'm going to start worrying when they ain't talking about me. Um, and they still talking about me. So, like, I can't really get mad, you know. I'll <laughs> um, but yeah, that's an update on my life. <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, I'm in the throes of my senior thesis. Um, yeah. I'm in the throes of also trying to find a, a job. Um, I, it's fine. I haven't like applied to over a hundred places and only heard back from two. That's that's fine. This is sick. Hey Elon. We're in the- Love, hit me up. Hit me up with the jobs, <laughs> mate. This is sick. Yo, nah, Grimes. Grimes is gonna get jealous. You're I like, just need a job. Uh, I, I, I don't need to ever encounter Elon. I just, I need a job, love. <laughs> um, I had a really good idea yeah. for a social media platform this week. I'm trying to convince Rafi to build it. Um, I came up with names today. That's what I did during class. Um, yeah, you can't. You can't. The people can't know. The people, you can't, the people can't. They're going to steal your idea. I, I will say one, though. Yeah, one of the names I came up with I thought was so good, and then I realized it's the brand name for a niche contact company, like contacts that you wear in your eyeballs. Um, and that was incredibly frustrating. Um, but yeah, that was my momie of the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it was pretty. It's a great idea. Right, like I, I will say to the people out there listening, like when she says she came up with a great idea, it's certified a great idea. So, yo, coders of the world, um, specifically web developers, uh, maybe some like React JS type beat peoples, hit me up. Um, we might, we might be making some big moves soon. You know. We might be taking over Silicon Valley. Um, Lily, CEO, me, CTO, 
Yo, we should just like stay in Silicon Valley forever, and then we c- I could be just like a decrep- decrepit. We could be like Prince Philip, and <laughs> the Queen of Silicon Valley. I'll just be decrepit. Um, people will just be like, it'll be just full cyberpunk by that point. Like, all right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've heard I heard a lot of. Uh, the queen is single now jokes today, and that was a lot. That's upsetting. <laughs> if my high of the day was making the Kanye reference, the, my low of the day was hearing all of those the queen is single jokes. Baby, Welcome back. This episode is, we're back to normal this week. Um, pretending like everything's all good we got to do sometimes um i guess i'll say the chauvin trial did end differently than i very pessimistically predicted um in last week's episode and i will say i'm very happy about that but there's still so much more to be done this is not even close to what justice is um accountability of the first step and accountability because realistically there were four other police officers three other police officers excuse me who were there but like we don't need to get into that all i'm saying is america you didn't fuck up once let's make that let's make that a trend please <laughs> but yeah do we got disclaimers oh yeah um disclaimer The following content is for entertainment purposes only. Neither of us are certified mental health professionals, so everything Mm -mm. we're giving is merely our own personal opinion. Um, Mm -hmm. Do not take our word as professional medical advice. If you would like to Mm -mm. seek professional advice or professional help for mental health-related issues and whatnot, we have some great links in our show notes for you. Damn straight. Um, and if you take our advice and it blows up in your face, that's on you. But also, was that the wind that I hear? Mm-hmm. It's very windy right now. Um. Everyone knows it's windy. And before we start, also, we would be remiss to not acknowledge what this day in history symbolizes. Oh, yes. Um, Today is a very special day in history. We are recording this on 4-22-2021. That means we are recording this when Shrek turns 22. Twenty. Twenty. Excuse me. Shrek's when Shrek turns birthday. twenty. That happy birthday. Shrek is love, and Shrek, Shrek is, is life. I pray to Shrek every night before bed, thanking him for the life I've been given. Shrek is love, I say. Shrek is life. My- we can't. It's a relationship podcast, and it all centers around one man, and it's his twentieth birthday. So, one ogre. Excuse me. He is not on this plane. <laughs> the Shrek legacy uh, is never ogre. 20 years later, it's just as relevant. Shouts out to the big man in it. <laughs> he whispers in my ear, this is my swamp. All right, what do we got for the first topic today? 
Alright, our first topic of the day was posted by you slash there are a bowling. And it reads, Friend reacted oddly strongly to my girlfriend getting into a road rage incident. I'm not sure if his overreaction is something I should be suspicious of or not. They say, My 22 male girlfriend, 21 female, got into a road rage incident on her way home from work yesterday. I was having a beer with a friend, 24 male, when she came home, pretty upset and shaken up. Nothing outright illegal happened. Basically, this guy was tailgating her. He passed her up and flipped her off, and when they were both at the same light, he leaned out of his car window and started calling her a stupid B-word, C-word, etc. She got it all on camera. She pulled out her phone camera once he started driving aggressively. After she told us this and showed us the video, I calmed her down, gave her a glass of wine, and told her to go relax and take a shower to relax. I feel really bad that this happened to her. I wish it hadn't, but those are assholes and they're all around us, so this shit happens sometimes. Wait, wait, wait. That was a bar. That was a bar. Like, I, I, I had to sit there for a second and read that over. Assholes are assholes, but they're all around us, so this shit happens sometimes. Think about that. <laughs> Continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> My friend who was over, though, got really angry. He was cursing, calling this guy a piece of shit, really flipping out. He asked my girlfriend to send him the video, and then he left. I guess my friend showed the video to some friends who were cops in town, and this guy ends up getting ticketed for reckless driving, a tail light out, and an expired registration. I'm glad this guy got screwed over. What I'm worried about is my friend's insane overreaction. I was under the impression him and my girlfriend were casual acquaintances at best, but the way he flipped out after this happened getting so mad at it and then within three hours making sure this guy got ticketed makes me wonder if he has deeper feelings for her am i overthinking this eta he made some small side comments about how attractive my girlfriend is i'm a lucky man etc he texted her this morning seeing how she was doing he was my friend first my girlfriend met him and i on the same night out second edit she doesn't feel better because of what he did. Him flipping out made her anxiety a lot worse, and now she's terrified to drive because she thinks the guy who's yelling at her is going to be looking for revenge. She said that the guy knows what she looks like and what her car looks like, but not my buddies. She didn't know that he was going to show the video to the cops and get him pulled over. We've both spent an hour outside today scraping the bumper stickers off of her car because she's afraid it'll help him identify her. Damn. Yo. <laughs> Okay, so the question is, am I overthinking this? First impression, as a, uh, I would say, S-tier level overthinker. Um, I want to I wanna put myself at God tier, uh, but, like, I would say I'm certified S-tier. Some people might classify me as God tier, but safely S-tier overthinker. I think he's overthinking this. Um I think very realistically, he number one just is a ride or die. Like he really could just be like, "Yo, you you're not gonna mess with the homie like that. Like you mess with the homie, I I mess with you." Number two, it also could be he may have had a very bad reaction or a very bad. Um, experience with a driver aggressive driver some road rage um and number three like y'all were having beers like maybe he was just like a little 
you know, like amped up. Like some people just get amped mm. when they when they drink a little bit. Maybe he's just like amped up. Maybe he had a rough day and just like needed to take it out on someone. Um, I feel I feel like if this is the first indication that this has happened, I don't think it's too big of a deal personally. Um, yeah, like I agree with everything Rafi said, and like maybe he's simping for your girlfriend, you know. But like I don't think that that's something you should feel threatened by, like. You know, like a simp's a simp, and like, there's nothing wrong with that, and like, you know, like it's not like he's crossing any lines with either of you, and it's not like this is a pattern of him trying to like, be all macho for your girlfriend, but like, like Ravi said, he had a couple beers, like he's put a couple beers in a simp, and like, they're gonna white knight in any shot, so like, that's tea actually. I I, I think it, it is important for jump to the comments to. Identify the fact that it didn't make her feel better. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I th- I think she's also kind of overthinking this situation, but like that might just be from that might just be some like male privilege. Shit. Um, but like, yo, who road rage are not the to pull over to the side and like actually try and throw hands. Um, that's all in my experience, at least. Um. I'll never forget my one of my earliest road rage encounters was I was in the car with my dad. We were in a Prius, <laughs> and some dude like cut him off, um, and then my dad like got in front of him and slowed down because my dad's just an ass. Um, and then the dude like pulled up to the side and flipped him off, and my dad rolled down the window and was like, "Pull over to the side." He, my dad was really ready to throw the f- hands and the dude didn't want to pull over to the side. He was like, nah, and then drove off. And I was like, yo, people who road rage, they wimpy ass people. I mean, also, like, his girlfriend is his girlfriend and women in general can, like, men are terrifying. Um... <laughs> So it's like, I, no, don't know. I think point. his girlfriend's reaction is very normal because, like, women literally have been killed in these scenarios. And yeah. Yeah. Like, safety is something that's constantly running through your mind as a woman, especially when you're threatened by a, a man. Um, especially an aggressive man. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, this is fair. That's why I was like, this might be some male privilege. And yeah. Deciding who wins the game on this call. Further ado, the call on the field stands. Male privilege. (laughs) Um, (laughs) All right. Sleepy beep hours, what you got to (laughs) say? As a girl, I'd probably react the same way no matter who the friend is. This kind of thing can get very dangerous very fast, and it's very good that the man is facing actual consequences for his action. Okay. I just got shot down in, like, a span of... 15 seconds <laughs> I think twice in a row that's, that's, that's well, fair that's uh fair. baked be and um aster replies to that comment saying exactly or his friend is someone who like everyone else should takes reckless driving very seriously this kind of causes so many unnecessary accidents and deaths and many people like op tend to blow it off as assholes being assholes until something serious happens I think it's a combination of OP's friend being very concerned for the safety of the woman around him as well as people on the road. I think OP is pretty dismissive of both, and that's why he fails to understand that some people just want the world to be a safer place without necessarily 
actively having crushes on anyone. I don't know, that guy kind of sounds like a simp. <laughs> no, uh, that's a good point. <laughs> that is a very good point. ATGF says, yeah, I'm kind of wondering if OP understands how terrifying it is to be a girl sometimes. For example, something seemingly innocuous like a man asking a woman for her number can be terrifying because women have literally been abused and killed for rejecting men. I've only been verbally abused for rejecting men, and I consider myself lucky. How does that saying go? Men fear rejection and women fear getting murdered. Something like that. It's hell. Oh. Yeah, that like goes back to what I'm saying before. And... Bowie responded saying, it's a quote from Margaret Atwood. She um, is the author of The Handsmaid's Tale, in case anyone did not know that. Um, Margaret Atwood writes that when she asked a male friend why men feel threatened by women, he answered, they're afraid women will laugh at them. When she asked a group of women why they feel threatened by men, they said, we're afraid of being killed. Um, yeah. Facts. She's got a point. Yeah, and like, I, I do think that like, Regardless of whether or not your OP's friend was simping, like, he really did have good intentions in mind. Um, and I think that, like, whether simping or not, he did the right thing. And, like, I do think OP should have taken the situation. I mean, I don't think it's OP's fault for, like, not understanding the full breadth of the seriousness of the situation as a man. You know, like, I think unless, like you're explicitly told about these issues or educated as like why men are so terrifying for women like it's understandable to like not understand the potential danger of the situation yeah like um, i don't know i'll just say like a personal example like every time i get into a car when i'm driving the first thing I do before I, like, even put the keys in the car or lock the car is I turn around and I check the back seats and the floor under the back seats because that's just something that my mother taught me to do um, because there's thousands of incidents where um, men have just hid in the back of a car and then once the woman starts driving, um, put a gun to her head or a knife to her throat um, and abduct her slash murder her. Um, you know, and th just just the little things of being a woman that you constantly need to be cognizant of. Um. <laughs> Yo, this world is a weird place. Um, a weird and scary place. I was, like, scrolling through the comments of that, uh, the Margaret Atwood. Um, I really almost said Margaret Thatcher, and to put those two, to mix those two up is, a, that's a crime against humanity. But um, it's basically a bunch of people being like, that's a horrible quote. Like, men men just fear being called monsters and dehumanized. And it's like, bruh, that's literally what she said. She's saying that, yo, women are afraid of being killed. And like, and it's, and it's for a reason. You might be afraid of being dehumanized and getting laughed at or humiliated, whatever, because maybe that's happened to you or maybe because you know that's happened. People are afraid of being killed because, holy shit. Maybe that's happened to that to people they know, or maybe that has happened before. Like mind blowing. Um, and that's the thing, and it, and that goes with like the theme of last episode. Like people are tend to be afraid of what they don't know, but at the same time, it's like when you when it when it comes to minority groups, like that's an experience that you don't understand, and so the fear that exists from those groups, unless you're a part of that group, you can't necessarily 
understand it. You can empathize with it. Like, I can't. I got exposed in 4K, even though this isn't on video, but, like, I got exposed in 4K less than 10 minutes ago being like, yo, like, I don't know if that's really that big of a deal. Like, she might be overreacting. But then, like, the reality of the situation is you hear somebody from that specific group talk about it, and it's like, oh, word. <laughs> like, that's a that's a fair point. Like, that's under, Like, it's not necessarily understandable but like you can empathize with that like as a black person i feared certain things too and sure it might sound out of the ordinary and like some of the things i do might be weird to others but like yo it's weird this place is a weird and scary place that we have been deigned or that we inherited um so yeah better be safe than sorry Artful Bludger came through with the comment saying, You said yourself he has cop friends and you don't. That puts him in a situation where he could provide a different kind of help. You provided the emotional and physical support to your girlfriend while he provided the karmic support to the road rage that jerk deserved. I don't think that was an over or underreacting on either your side or his, and I don't see how it would affect your girlfriend's feelings towards each of you. Unless you genuinely believe she's so shallow and your relationship is so tenuous that this incident would cause her to undermine her feelings for you while boosting her connection with your friend slash her acquaintance enough to make him some sort of threat to the relationship um yeah fair point yeah fair point i i will say though op really might be getting <laughs> op's taking a lot of heat in this comment section. yeah that's what i was saying before it's like i understand why op acted the way he did especially if he like didn't like have a sister who he had to watch be fearful in this way growing up or like have to worry about defending like this like it's very rational and like like you mentioned in the beginning like maybe this friend just like had a personal experience where either himself or like a female he knew in his life like had a road rage incident that like really escalated it and like he's just trying to make the world a safer place um and I do think that, like, if it's something that you're genuinely, like, worried about undermining your relationship, like, that more speaks on behalf of your relationship than it does your friend. Because I think your friend was just trying to be helpful. Um, and I don't think that OP's necessarily in the wrong, um, but maybe just a little paranoid. Yeah, um... That's why I'm definitely overthinking it. Uh. Oh, yeah. So to go back to the title of the post, I'm not sure if his overreaction is something I should be suspicious of. Um, no, I don't think it's something you should be suspicious of. I think you should be grateful for your friend's assistance. Um, and I do think that you helping your girlfriend remove the bumper stickers was a good move. And it's like, you know, if you are suspicious of anything, maybe, like, try to get to, un to understand your friend's point of view better. And be like, oh, I didn't realize it was that serious. And I'm sure your friend will explain to you why it is that serious. Um, or, but yeah, um, I think your friend was just trying to be helpful. And maybe a little bit of simping happened, but does not seem like anything harmful. Said it better than I could. I, you're good, bro. <laughs> like, you're good. Um, don't, don't blow this out of proportion. Um. <laughs> And like, no matter what your friend did you assault, like I, I, I don't, I do think that it is very valid for your girlfriend to be anxious about this situation. 
Um, but I, I also think that, like, I, I think that's a very, like, this dude deserved it, realistically. Um, in, in terms of you being suspicious, yeah, no. Nah, bro, you good. <laughs> Final advice. <laughs> All right. Is that right. episode topic one in the books? Yes. And we have a user submitted question this week. User submitted comment of the week. This is the first one in like three weeks. This is four weeks. First one in a month, y'all. Y'all be slacking. But thank you. Keep them coming. All right. I broke up with my ex a little over a year ago, mostly due to distance and differences. It seemed to be amicable, and we were in touch for a bit afterwards. I was hoping we'd be friends because they were such a huge part of my life, and I didn't want to lose them completely. However, they haven't really made an effort to stay in touch or given any indication that they want to stay friends since the breakup. Should I reach out and pursue a friendship if I want to? Or just accept that it may not be what they want and that it may not happen slash wait for them to pursue a friendship since I was the one who broke it off. Mm. Uh, I'm the type of dude to burn a bridge. Honestly, Um. same. Like, as much as I want to be like, it's fine, be friends, reconnect. Like, honestly, like, I'm I'm not friends with any of my exes. (laughs) I just, like, I personally just don't understand how you can be friends with an ex. And, like, I've always been the one that's broken it off. And I just feel like it can be kind of, like, I, I don't know. I feel like it, it could be rude if if you broke it off and then you're, like, let's be friends again. But then again, it can be weird if you're not the one that broke it off and then you're, like, trying to for the person i don't know i think it can be tricky too because like i just don't have a good basis to give you advice on like i like (laughs) i mean neither do i uh but i will say in in my past i have been the one to not break it off um or it was like mutual and amicable to some extent um but i will say like i think if if it hasn't been a continued thing and, like, you genuinely appreciate this person, I think it's worth it to give it a try if you, like, really, really feel it in your heart of heart, like, this person is that important to you. But at the same time, I do think it is kind of, like, holding on to a relic of the past and I'm all about moving forward, you know? Like, things happened in the past and you can look at everything in the past with rose-colored glasses but at the end of the day, like, I, I, I personally lean towards it being more of a hindrance than a help um, towards both people's both growth processes and just, like, general existence. Because, like, it's all fun and games till you catch feelings again. Or, like, it's all fun and games until people, I don't know. It, it, it's, I, I think it's a, it's, a t- it's a dangerous game you're playing is my point yeah i like totally agree with that and like it is dangerous because i don't know like op or this person says 
I was hoping we'd be friends because they were such a huge part of my life and I didn't want to lose them completely. Like, then why did you end the relationship? I don't know. And, like, I understand, like, distance and difficulty, so I think you really need to evaluate, like, if you are going to contact this person again, like, what is your intention? Like, do you ever want to get back together with them? Or are you only solely interested in friendship? And I think that either way, you need to make your intentions clear to the other person. And I don't know, I think it can be hard, like, just being friends, but, like, maybe if you're considering, like, oh, like, distance and difficulties, like, yeah, that happens, and, like, if maybe you're having regrets now, or, like, eh, maybe I shouldn't have ending things, like, maybe I want to try again with this person in the future, like, um, I think that's fine, you just, like, need to be transparent about your intentions with this person, because I think that would just, like, I don't know, like, be respectful to both of you. Facts. And I I was going through the memory banks, and I do actually have a few friends who um, have be- become, like, good friends with their exes. And I will say, at first, I was very skeptical. <laughs> um, To be entirely frank, I was extremely skeptical because I was like, yo, bro, like, don't be on your sim- But, like, at the same time, the transparency is key. Like, going into it knowing that, like, this is literally never happening happening again. Like, we, like, it, it, like, the only reason, and, like, I'm not trying to make this happen. Like, I'm, I literally just, like, you were a person who I enjoyed talking to because you were a great friend to me. Um, and I connect with you on that level. Uh, and, like, it, it can work is the point. But, like, my, my biased opinion is burn the f***ing bridge and move on um <laughs> sorry to be blunt i'm sipping a cheer wine um that's not an alcoholic drink but like it, it's bringing something out of me um <laughs> god i go to church every goddamn sunday you gonna bring the demons out of me i i don't think it's worth it um because what, what's the actual answer their question should i reach out and pursue a friendship if i want to or should i just accept that it may not be what they want and that it may not happen or wait for them to pursue a friendship since I was the one who broke it off. I yeah, I would definitely say wait for them. I would like if that if that's something like you're genuinely open. I mean, open to. I disagree with that because it's like, what if the person like, since since this is the one that broke it off, what if the other person's like, oh, they never want to talk to me ever again. That's why they broke up with me. And I think like throwing that out there, but just like be clear. But if that's like, you if don't that's want to get the their case, hopes up and like have them think that you want to get back together when you really just want to be friends or vice versa, like that's messy and I feel like it needs to be sent in a long t- I feel like a long text message is the answer to this. <laughs> like just explain how you feel, explain your intentions and then be like how do you feel? Do you want to be friends slash whatever your intention is? Um and then leave it up to the person. I think it's also in that long text you should put a disclaimer saying like, hey, I know this might be uncomfortable for you, so don't feel obligated to reply. Yeah. I, I just like, I, I, I don't think, I don't know. I'm, firm, I'm firmly on the side of, especially since you're the one that broke it off, like, wait for them. Um, and the and and the only reason why I'm standing solidly on that is because I feel like 
depending on how the other person feels, no matter what, I feel like you're going to dig up emotions. Especially, and like, it's going to be weird. Um, and I know, and I know, I, I know success stories. And I know that I'm sure some people are more emotionally solid than I. But I... Just like my, I'm trying to be objective and my brain refuses to do so. Um, and so I'm just like, don't, like, you really need to wait for this person. Um, if, if it is worthwhile, the universe will align and you will run cross paths again. Um, and what will happen will happen. But otherwise, like, you made this decision, like, not like you made this bed sleep in it, but, like, you made this decision, and, like, that decision, especially since you haven't talked to them too much after the fact, like, it really could have affected them. And for you to come out of nowhere, um, it could be, I think, kind of disrespectful to them. But this is hard. <laughs> yeah and I think it this really depends on the nature of like what your relationship was like not only mm. like I think it really depends on what the nature of your relationship was before you started dating and also however your breakup went mm-hmm. um so it's, it's it's definitely hard to yeah oh yeah um that's a major thing like I haven't even thought about because like that's a, if y'all were like great friends beforehand and then started dating, and things just like didn't work out, I feel like that's a very different situation than like y'all hooked up one night and then like just kept hooking up and then started dating and then things didn't work out. Um, mm-hmm. You never had that basis of friendship to exist upon before things became like romantic. Um, but like then again, we're just making assumptions. We don't know this. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah just I take mean, that into what, account what would we do what would we do what would jesus do are you yeah. about to this is a hard question no i just feel like it's like a good like it would be like both of our best answers just because we still like care about each other and love each other very much but we were also really close friends long before I mean, we dated honestly lily if we broke up there would be a long period of me not talking to you yeah as honestly as... i don't know if i'd be able to be friends with you yeah no i i feel like it would hurt so bad yeah especially because of how close we are um yeah. and like how close we became and to have that like to grow apart from each other to the point where we feel like we need to break up, I feel like would, and the amount that I've grown with you, like, it, it would require a strong level of separation for a long period of time. Yeah, know? I think it, I think it really depends, but, like, I don't know. I think me and Rafi differ on this one, like, I don't know, I, I think a, a long explanatory text message where you're very clear about your feelings and your intentions with the disclaimer, please don't feel obligated to answer this. I just wanted to throw it out there. Um, I think that that would be fine. 
I think anything more than that might be a little excessive. Yeah, and I'm I'm all for that uh, self-growth and the trust that what has happened has happened um, and it happened for a reason and the necessity to move on should be your first and primary because like also just because you broke it off doesn't mean that you still don't have feelings like that especially since you're saying you very much like this person was like a big part of your life and you kind of like are missing them like having them as a more frequent being in your life could end up being stressful um and arising different feelings but like yeah this one's tough this one is tiggity tough what we should replace love with isn't friendship but that far more honest state civil distance final advice i do think we agree I do think we agree. When we both gave our answers for one another, we both were like, hell no. Like, Yeah, but, like, our relationship <laughs> is very specific to our relationship. That's true, that's true. You know, like, okay, okay, let me pose this. Say this time last year, like, us, like, right after we had just been dating for, like, four months, and then all of a sudden we get thrown into quarantine for over a year, and what if we had decided not to live together and had been separate and just because of the distance and you graduating and everything you like all of your stresses of senior spring and we just weren't able to do the distance because we hadn't been dating that long like because it would have been just over a year ago like yeah I, I would probably have kept talking to you but like probably with full intention to try and get back together um Same. to be frank <laughs> Like, I I don't, um, I, 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 yeah. And that's the thing. It's like the, our, the level of emotion that is currently tied um, to our relationship. And, like, I don't know. I'm, I wear my emotions on my sleeve, you know? And so, like, when I have feels, I have feels. Um, and that's part of the reason why, like, when shit ends, shit needs to end. Um, and, like, be a relic of the past. And a point to grow from. For me. You know, I'm always making moves forward. I'm a... I'm a... I'm a, I'm a smooth killer, but, like, at the same time, I'm emotional. And, like, I can't be out here lingering on my emotions. Like, I'm a... Like... I gotta be out here like growing it. Like I stay growing, I stay making money moves, and like I see big things for myself. And like when I, I as I get bigger, like I can't be out here. Okay, about, um, like, we're now path. moving on like, to the next topic. <laughs> <laughs> User submitted comment. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. We love you, fellow lurkers. Start yassing us more. Topic. Yes. Um, Thank you for your topic. I will personally apologize again for that ending part. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, this Chirwan got me swifty. Um, it's definitely not the like severe sleep deprivation, but. <laughs> Are you okay? Topic number three, or 
the last the set the second topic of the day <sighs> i don't i i i really don't want to read this one um but lily L- lily called dibs on the first one so um this topic is from you slash throw ra uh nine nine eight one and they say my stepdaughter 18f who still lives with my wife 39f and me 36m sent a random text to me saying do you know how many times i've gotten off thinking about you verbatim when confronted she says it was meant for someone else my wife ultimately believes her but should i stop it get some help this this really like proves to me before we even read it i'm just gonna say this proves to me that porn is degrading our world rapidly (laughs) um but (laughs) this happened mid-morning a week ago when i was working from home as usual since the pandemic started and my stepdaughter who is a serious night owl slash late riser and still lives with us while going to community college, was in her bedroom, supposedly still asleep. Apparently not, though. My wife was working at her office, so it was just my stepdaughter and me, home alone. After I saw the message, I almost immediately left the house to continue working from Starbucks, and then I told my wife about the message. That evening, my wife asked my stepdaughter about it, and she said that it was meant for someone else who she refused to identify. Until this incident, my stepdaughter had not mentioned that she currently had a boyfriend or significant other, so the someone else was news to us. Mind you business, but uh, after more Q&A, my wife ultimately believes her story. I'm not so sure, but maybe I'm being biased because the message was directed at me and seriously unsettled me. Nothing weird has happened since then, and it all seems normal just as it was. I work from home, my wife works from her office, and my daughter, my stepdaughter sleeps in until like noon, until she goes to class or does whatever. As a little more background regarding my apprehension, my stepdaughter has sometimes struggled and still struggles with male abandonment issues due to her father literally leaving never to be found again when she was four years old. I married my wife 10 years ago when my stepdaughter was eight years old. A few times in junior high, my stepdaughter voiced curiosity about the specifics of not only sex in general, but also my wife and my sex lives. Definitely awkward, but reasonable enough, we supposed. Better her asking us what a blowjob is and whether it's better than regular sex versus hearing it from kids at school. She also consistently compliments my personal self, such as my hair, clothes, laugh, thoughtfulness, etc. Noticeably more than most children do of their parents, but she has always done that for as long as I can remember. She is very tech-savvy, observant, and astute, so I have an extremely hard time believing that she sent me some kind of super personal message by mistake. I'm not quite sure I'll ever be able to be totally comfortable around my stepdaughter again, and I somewhat want her to move out so I don't feel constantly uncomfortable in my own house for the next two years. However, one, we, she slash we can't afford for her to move out. Two, my wife thinks asking her to move out is unreasonable because, again, she believes her. Lacking any evidence to the contrary, nor objectively observing that anything is amiss since then, should I just accept this incident was a legitimate mistake? I feel like I should at this point, but I'd probably have a difficult time truly doing so since it was weird AF. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, this is, I feel like, alright, I feel like this is literally just, like, a, a, like, porn script and someone just, like, straight up spitball and see how people react to it. 
Like, is this believable? This um, is not a porn script. It's it do very you... well could be a mistake. Like, if if his name is like stepdad in her phone, and she meant to text Stephen, like, or Stefan. I I I don't know. Um, I think it could be a mistake. I... Well, like number one, when you send a mistake of a text message. You immediately hit him with a follow-up text message like, oh, fuck, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That was not meant for you. Um, as somebody who has mistakenly sent weird messages to people who did not... Uh, I, I, I'll tell the story. This is, we're far enough removed from this. Um, I, <laughs> I think the homies would have a laugh about it. One time I accidentally sent the homies a dick pic because I was trying to respond to a message coming out the shower. Um, and I tapped the camera button and I hit send um, <laughs> accidentally <laughs> in, our, in, the, in the group chat. Iconic moments only. I sent like 200 messages at following that up to try and like push it out of sight so nobody would scroll up and see what I sent. But like, yeah. It happens. You do send accidental text messages sometimes. I 100% believe that. And I 100% believe that this man should believe that. But I also don't know if I should believe this man. I, I think this man is secretly a porn director um, workshopping his next script. Just based on... Just based on the porn world these days it's just like all step like I, I i can't even watch it like it's like it's all just like step siblings daughters and it's it's uncomfortable it makes me uncomfortable i mean as someone who's never personally like had this experience I, I, okay i will say though there's many times i've almost accidentally sent things to rafi's dad <laughs> that were intended for him. Graham. I'm calling the police. <laughs> <laughs> but like then again, I'm not really. Yeah. Um. I think it could be an accident, and I do think wanting her to move out over it, given that there's no other objective evidence, is a little excessive. I do think if you do get objective evidence, so that that is reasonable. Um. But like. Maybe if you genuinely think this is an issue, maybe like help her get a therapist <laughs> to talk about these things. Um, I do think there's a big possibility though that this was not intended for you and it was an accident. Um, yeah, uh, I lean towards that 120%. <laughs> like, assuming that this is real, yeah, this was very pos this was very likely an accident. All right, let's, let's show them in the comments. Um, <laughs> the top comment is from Fish Baby Clowns, and they say, One time I texted my boss, I love you, baby, because I thought I was in a text thread with just my girlfriend. Now I always switch back to my thread with her so it doesn't accidentally happen again. What I'm saying is that it's entirely possible she inadvertently texted you. I'm not trying to give advice, just point out that it does happen. Yeah. Oh, no. 
Yeah, Escarlita says, I once sent my uncle a nude. I was texting him and my partner and just pressed apply and didn't see the name. Thank God I was close with his partner at the time and called her freaking out and she deleted it before he saw. But yeah, possible. Dang. Uh, yeah. Um, a, a lot of people are just sharing their personal anecdotes in the comments. <laughs> um, throw it underscore Amita says... I asked my uni professor out. Oops, the email is meant for someone else, but I'd been drafting an email to him about something else. Luckily, he replied with good humor, saying he assumed it was sent to the wrong person. Still embarrassed to think about that. Yeah, this is, like, honestly solidifying for me to know I'm not the first person to this up. Um. Oh, this is a good... Um. I love to eat pizza. One one one. Give some some solid advice. I wait think. wait wait. One one one. Who who the f do they think they are? Hold up. I have the monopoly on one one one. Okay. I I am I'm livid. I'm I love to eat pizza. We have beef now. See me in the streets. <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. Um. <laughs> they say. <laughs> Like he said, give her the benefit of the doubt this time. But most importantly, don't let it affect your relationship with your wife. Make sure you keep her in the loop always and always, always be honest with your wife about how those texts make you feel. Yeah, I think that's pretty solid. Yeah. That's mad funny. My ex-boyfriend sent a voice message to his boss saying, I miss you and love you, baby. He worked in a welding shop, so you know how much crap he got out of that. It definitely happens. Somehow my grandma called my aunt and me at the same time, and I didn't answer, but my aunt did. I got a voicemail of them talking on me. Oh, the joys of technology. <laughs> yeah. it really be that way. I think, like, just basically judging from the comments, um, this happens a lot. Yeah. And it seems like almost everyone has an incident that's happening, so I really think, like, give her the benefit of the doubt. But if it does happen again, then, like, that's a whole... That is a whole different can of worms. Um, yeah. Um, I couldn't agree more, but I will say if this is a, uh, porn director workshopping his thing, I'm going to say, use a different trope. This one is overplayed and f weird, bro. Um, but <laughs> if this is, uh, a real situation, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. It happens. Um, and number and the most important thing is like you gotta just accept it. Um, that it's a mistake. If things continue to happen and things genuinely get weird, that's a different story. But like right now, this is accidental and that's just how it is. And that's just how you have to look at it. Um, just for the sake of all of your relationships and these people's lives i agree and the only thing i would add is like let your wife know exactly how this makes you feel that way like your reactions don't you know so she has some context for your actions and then if it happens again then your wife will be more inclined to be on your side about it um yeah and also i let me add the last thing yo your your daughter's 18 like Stay out of her business. The, the reasoning for this being, like, her being not saying who the person is, yo, I, I yeah, I don't, 
I, I get that. As somebody who was once 18, I didn't want to tell my parents anything about anybody I was talking to um, at all. <laughs> uh, so, like, stay out of their business. Be the cool parent and just be like, make sure you use contraception. Is that it? I think so. Is, is that it? The first... Episode 16... Super sweet 16. Facts, this podcast is a whole six weeks old. 16 weeks old. 16 weeks into this year. How would you rank this year so far? Um. <laughs> uh, um I would give it a solid 3.7. Damn, that's pretty low. Uh maybe like a four uh, yeah, I would say like a two but like <laughs> I just had really high hopes and that kind of threw me off <laughs> uh, it was just like kind of shocking January 6th just like kind of kicked everything off was like you thought 2020 was weird <laughs> wait till you see the sequel it's like the weird like late 90s Disney movie sequels that, like, were direct to VHS and just poorly animated. Um, like, all the later Fred Claus movies. <laughs> yeah. A mistake. I hope all of your 2020s has been better. 2021s. Time is a flat circle and an illusion, and none of it makes sense anymore. Um, but, yeah. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Thank you so much for sending the user submitted comment of the week. If you want to send your own user submitted comment of the week, hit us up at Lurkers Podcasts on Instagram. Slip in our DMs. Um, we got a survey monkey link in the description. If you need any mental health resources, we got a bunch in the description. Check them out. Um, and yeah. Um, we are now available on YouTube if you would prefer to listen to us on YouTube. Uh, yes, with a fun little animation. Yeah, we got a pretty cool animation. Shouts out, Lily. Um, we're also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever you want. We got it. Yeah, just look us up. We'll pop up because we're the one and only. Yeah. <laughs> r slash relationship advice podcast it's a hard outro we're gonna say that <laughs> right now. anyways y'all thank you so much for tuning in have, have a, great a great week, week you lurk and larry's see you next sunday thank you for tuning into lurkers the number one and only <laughs>